You're probably already familiar with Vogue. You know, the publication that has given audiences an exclusive inside look at fashion and cultural moments for more than 100 years. You can expect no less from Vogue's podcast, The Run-Through with Vogue. Meet the influential people behind the scenes of fashion's greatest moments, from designers and creative directors to Vogue editors and the woman behind the infamous Vogue closet. Get inspired while listening to the creative processes of people like author Zadie Smith, fashion designer Tori Birch, and uh, recent star of the Super Bowl, Usher. Go beyond the pages of Vogue with The Run-Through, available wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is brought to you by Roku and HBO Now. Roku players offer the biggest selection of streaming channels, like HBO Now. Learn more about Roku players and try HBO Now free for one month by going to roku.com forward slash loving snark. That's loving snark. Today's show is also brought to you by Casper, an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. Get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com slash make friends and using promo code make friends terms and conditions apply welcome to here to make friends a huff post podcast about the bachelor franchise where we lovingly snark on the bachelor and bachelor adjacent shows whether you love the bachelor or love to hate it we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you i'm emma gray and i'm claire fallon This journey is officially over. After two and a half months of good old-fashioned courtship between a man and his 20-something sweethearts, Ben Higgins is betrothed. I can't believe it's coming to an end. Today, we're going to discuss Ben's excellent mother, his big, teary-eyed emotional proposal, and our complicated feelings about ABC's surprise choice for Bachelorette. Yeah, Ben's mom basically is who I want to be as She's a mother. She's my spirit animal. Oh, yeah. Plus, we're joined by writer, actress, and After Paradise host, Jenny Mullen. Thanks for joining us, Jenny. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. There's a lot to talk about, you know, for the most dramatic finale ever. As Chris Harrison would say. He does always say he that. He does literally always say that. But he's aware of that now. He's become self-aware. <laughs> I think he's received enough tweets telling him that he that's all he says. <laughs> now he's like, okay, I guess I just need to embrace that. Yeah. <laughs> but no he, could, he couldn't say something else, though. He's just going to acknowledge it and continue to say it. Right. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. So we open on, uh, you know, a shot of the live audience after the final rose, which has to be the most awkward live audience ever. Uh, but at I least- always think it's weird that Chris is just, like, sitting there in the middle, like, let's watch, guys. <laughs> like, he knows what he's about to see. And everyone's just like, okay, Chris, we'll go on this journey with you. But it's so <laughs> awkward, just so painful. He's just, like, rubbing zooms, his hands together. Yeah. He's in on their really, like, awkward reaction faces, too. Like, being in that live audience sounds like a nightmare to me. Also, in the live audience, uh, I'd want to shout family. shit out. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would definitely start heckling. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why they have to film it for like a really long time, right? Oh, my God. Things keep happening. Um, <laughs> and both of the girls' families are there. I was convinced oh, JoJo's family fucked. was— Is that true? Yeah. yeah. They, JoJo's family had to be drunk. Well, if I that were jo- would be nothing Well, now. you know what? JoJo's family—like, if I were JoJo's mom, I'd be like, fuck that guy. I'm not going. But— they must have told JoJo's family, look, she's going to be the next Bachelorette. So then I'd be like, you know what? She can do better than him. I'm back yeah. on board with yeah, this show. Yeah, I, I think That's that true. was it. Otherwise, fuck no, I wouldn't show up. <laughs> no, I can't imagine them showing up if she hadn't been getting something else out of this franchise. Yeah, no way. Yeah. And Ben's pastor is there. Mm. He apparently read the entire Bible that night. That was literally yeah. the only thing he was really allowed to do. It. That was so weird. That was just like, a, it's such a weird gimmick. Like, I know we're going to fly this man out just for like the one gag joke when he <laughs> sees him. And I mean, because they obviously knew he wasn't going to, they weren't going to get married. No. So it was just like a stunt. 
Yeah, I like to imagine the conversation that they had where they were like, we could just get some random pastor yeah. from L.A. There are millions of unemployed no, it'll, it'll actor pastors in L.A. It'll be a little bit better. It'll be a little bit better if it's Ben's pastor. So we should definitely fly him out. And then some producer being like, oh, that really cuts into our budget. No, we should definitely fly him out. Totally. Be that what should we bit. have him do? They definitely oh, flew him read, coach, read right? the Bible. <laughs> oh, he, he absolutely flew, flew coach. I think Ben's pastor is just like me. Like, he never goes to a social function without a book to read in case things get a little boring. Like, he was like, oh, I have to wait here on stage all night. At least I have the Bible with me. I mostly <laughs> felt bad that he had to stand. I think the man a chair. I hope he was it's allowed so to sit true. down between between. <laughs> and takes. it was just like the weirdest teaser. Like, every commercial break, they're like, he's still here. <laughs> he's still creepily standing kind, off to the side. They were kind of filming him from a little bit of a lower angle, so yeah. he looked extra yeah. creepy. It's, yeah, like by the end, I was convinced look. he was a serial killer. <laughs> okay, so I guess we should dive into the actual dates and, you know, conclusion to this journey. Um, both Lauren and JoJo meet Ben's parents. Ben's mom was my favorite cameo of the entire three-hour event. Pro- I think for me of the season. Yeah. Wait, you guys, so I missed Ben's mom. <gasps> What? She was well, throwing— I had to put my dog down last Aww. night, so I'm in a weird place. But, like, what happened with Ben's mom? Aww, I stepped in at a weird time. Um, <laughs> Not to bring everyone down. <laughs> but so, no, no I missed okay. Well, I missed we're just that happy part. to have you here, and we are also happy to explain the shade yeah, that yeah. Ben's oh, she, mom like was throwing— well, so oh, she, um, meant, like, she had like a spray tan shade. Yeah, oh. yeah well, maybe that too. Maybe that but too. she, okay. <laughs> who did she like? Can't rule that out. Well, so basically, first Ben tells her before the girls come that he's in love with both of them, and she which was already creepy. And she weird. gives, and such that's sort of exactly what him. she said. Yeah, she's like, oh, that disturbs me. Yeah, she said, I find that very disturbing. Yeah, and then just gave the greatest facial reactions to the camera. Yeah, it she felt it like was a very honest for, for a high high search result on Jiffy <laughs> and perpetuity. <laughs> And uh, and then um, Lauren comes first, and, and she's all sunshine and yeah. She brings sort of flowers in a. Lauren's so boring to me. I just liked JoJo's drama. I'm like, mm, that's hot. Yeah, Lauren. <laughs> yeah. Lauren is a little bit more you. boring. I love but it. But Ben is kind of boring too. So I think yeah, it works. That's, yeah. But uh, Ben's mom wasn't really prepared. I think that she found out about the him being in love with both of them right before Lauren came. <laughs> and it. so Lauren's like, yeah, I said I loved him, and he said he loved me too. And Lauren's mom, uh, Ben's mom is sort of like, uh-huh, yeah, that's okay. Um, have you talked to him about, like— all of his terrible characteristics yet or anything like that. Yeah, she basically <laughs> oh was trying God. to dig in. Like, my, my son isn't perfect. Lauren oh, yeah. says something about this man being seemingly perfect. And Ben's mom just cuts her off and starts laughing and says, we'll talk more about this later. <laughs> oh, my God. That's genius. That what so if good. I was a cock pluck to my son yeah. like that? Uh, like, listen. Yeah, it was pretty great. Um, but also, like, the way that they talk about it, it's clear that the family has heard more about Lauren. Like, the mom is saying, oh, we knew that he loved Lauren, but apparently he also loves this other girl. (laughs) Oh, Um, so weird. So they had already heard that he loved Lauren. Right. And that made it pretty clear that Lauren was the front runner. Yeah. But they also— all season, that's what bugged me about the whole season was I just felt like it was so obvious that he was choosing Lauren— even if you weren't reading reality, Steve, it was so obvious that he was going for her. I mean, usually they try to throw you off a bit. And I don't think they did a good job of sort of mixing it up this year. They tried very so obvious. hard at the end. Yeah, like, yeah, last night I felt like they did almost the best job of the whole season in framing Lauren as a, like, meh candidate yeah. for Ben's heart. Yeah, like, yeah. well, and then JoJo came Right, over. she did. She seemed to fare much better with his parents, which yeah. I assumed was more editing than anything, but they made her visit basically seem flawless with the parents. Right, yeah. which is always a bad sign. If someone gets along with your parents too well, they're <laughs> definitely wrong they're for you. The thing <laughs> yeah. that weirded me out most is that she showed up with the weirdest flower bouquet. It was in a conch shell. It was, like, in a giant shell. 
and a bunch of And where are they? Jamaica. Jamaica. I mean, let's be fair. What kind of bouquets are really (laughs) available in Jamaica? But the flowers look very normal. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's like the standard bouquet that they give you. That's the sandals bouquet. Maybe that's like the the producer's idea of like, how can we remind everyone that we are in Jamaica? Make it fun, flirty, tropical. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But like... Jojo or uh, Jojo uh, is very upfront about how in love with Ben she is and how they've struggled and how eager she is to make things work. And that really works for them. They're like, we didn't even have to ask her questions. She right. just told us everything. Yeah. And then Ben's parents are sort of like, it felt different with Jojo. Mm-hmm. Like Lauren was great too, but this felt different. Which could, they could have been saying anything. They could have been saying, like, it felt different, like she was a serial killer. Editing is very important. So, But remember last season, too, I feel like, or on The Bachelorette, I feel like the parents were kind of more into um, the other guy, weren't they, at the end? Nick? Nick? Weren't the parents? I would think so because Sean. Who would like Sean? (laughs) I don't know. I felt like the. I don't know, and 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 that did throw me. Where they're like, there's just something different between the two. Oh no. Oh no. Maybe you know what it was. I think I felt like she was going to go for Nick, and the parents were like, Mm. I just saw it between you and Sean, and he's like just like a brick wall. I'm like, why (laughs) did they see? I've seen nothing all season with him. Yeah. I was also very confused by the narrative that kept coming up last night about how. Ben and Jojo have struggled through adversity and, like, seen hard times together and came out the other side. Like, what? Did Her I miss something? Receiving was it just, flowers? Was it just that? The brothers. The brothers. No. Oh, they the had brothers. to face right. her brothers, Karmazov, right. <laughs> together. <laughs> and that, that was odd, too, the, the idea that they've already had incompatibilities and issues basically on a two-month fantasy vacation but at the I love very that beginning those of their relationship. They're like, everything wasn't perfect. This is weird. You know, I don't know. I mean, but but he liked that. Like, Yeah, he, he was into that. He doesn't like that Lauren is too perfect because they haven't, you know, had to deal with her ex-boyfriend yet after two months of and dating. And it's interesting how he's always like, I'm not good enough for you. And I do eventually think that she'll realize that, too. <laughs> yeah, Sadly. Possible. I mean, if a guy's telling you that right off the bat, I don't think that's a good sign. Yeah, you're like, yeah, come I have on, to ben. confidence. Like, no. I feel like I have so many feelings about After the Final Rose that I've basically forgotten the dates that they all went on. Right. Ben well, that's Lauren, because they basically just hung out. They just hung out in a catamaran. Yeah, they hung out on a catamaran. Ben and was, then, like, he and the other one hung out on the bathroom floor. <laughs> and a waterfall. Uh-huh. uh-huh. A lot of water. A yeah. lot of water around. There was some making out. Kinds. Everyone seemed a bit anxious. We they were all looking for validation. Ben was basically falling apart and seemed to be doing a lot of substances throughout his last chance He dates. couldn't even speak. He would barely speak. He kept being like, I'm falling apart. I'm being torn to pieces in different directions. I haven't slept. I can't sleep. I can't think. See. Do you think he, like, had sex with both of them? Yes. You don't think so? Well, he's just so, like, Christian. A lot of Christians do things. I mean, He is very Christian, but he also made a point of saying he is not a virgin. Yeah, and he's never—he's never made a point that— a lot of people who have gone to the fantasy suites have made a point of being like, this but is for not, time together, right, but we're not going to be doing anything. Yeah. He's like, this is for banging you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah. you know, fair. But I I don't know. I mean, like, I would fucking kill Jason if I watched a video back where he was telling <laughs> another girl that he loved her, but he loved me more. I'd be like, fuck you. Now you don't deserve <laughs> me. Like, the fact that you could even let yourself go that far with somebody else when uh, once you've met me, like, I'm even mad at him for loving someone before he met me. <laughs> so she's going to watch that at least episode, what was it, like, the hometowns when he said I love you? That's going to be brought up in every fight for the rest of yeah, I don't, know, I don't know how you let that one go super yeah. easily. No. Well, especially, like, when he broke up with her right before the proposal, he said to JoJo that he loved her. Yeah. Yeah, and he, but then he, he was just, weeping. But he just loved someone else more. And that would 
I, I couldn't watch that. Well, can if we I talk about Lauren. even when he's out there with her, he's like, I love you. I I mean, I'll always love you. I'd be like, Ixnay, it's over. We're engaged. Stop telling this other girl <laughs> you love her. Well, he was upset because apparently, you know, now JoJo's the bachelorette. And he's right. like, no, wait, though. But My no, sister-in-law's fantasies. Yeah. We had a thing. Remember, yeah. remember me? Um, I mean, if I were JoJo last night, I think, went swimmingly for her, I would have been psyched. I'd be like, you still love me, and I'm about to, like, move on in a major way. So yeah, good luck with Lauren. I'm really she happy. clearly as well as did not give a shit about Ben last night. Which was no. fucking awesome. She came awesome. out and was giving the most diplomatic answers. She looked incredible. Yeah. She knew that— She looked better than she ever did on the show. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She obviously was prepared for this announcement to happen— She's like, look, I got the better deal out of this. I don't have totally. to move to Denver with your ass. No, yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> I came keep... off looking great. Yeah. I'm about to, like, have total control over my destiny now. With 28 personal trainers of my own. Yeah. With 20, 28 of my own <laughs> personal trainers. <laughs> yeah. Coming up on Here to Make Friends, we'll discuss our next bachelorette. But first, a word from our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by Roku and HBO Now. Roku players give you the biggest selection of streaming channels, like HBO Now, plus innovative features like voice search, unbiased search results, and private listening via the Roku remote or your mobile app. With HBO Now, you get all of HBO, including every season, every episode of HBO's addictive original series, past and present, like Bored to Death, which our producer Caitlin assures us we need to watch. Plus, you also get the biggest and latest movies before any other streaming service. No TV package required, and it's available on Roku players. Roku gives you TV the way you want it. Watch what you love, including HBO Now. And you can try it free for one month. Visit roku.com slash lovingsnark to learn more about Roku players and to get your one-month free HBO Now trial. That's forward slash loving snark for one month free of Roku and HBO Now. This week's episode is also brought to you by Casper, an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. Casper mattresses are obsessively engineered at a shockingly fair price. They combine latex foam and memory foam for just the right sink, just the right bounce. Here at HuffPost, sleeping is encouraged because we know just how important it is. Unfortunately, some companies take advantage of that and charge over $1,500 for a mattress. But Casper mattresses cost between $500 for a twin-size mattress and $950 for a king-size mattress. Casper understands that buying a mattress online can have consumers wondering how this is possible. Thankfully, Casper offers a risk-free trial and return policy. Try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days with a free delivery and painless returns. Also, all Casper mattresses are made in America, which is a purchase all patriots can feel good about. Get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com slash makefriends and using promo code makefriends. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> Tanner and Jade are working it, right? Yeah. They're Tanner doing well. They're working it. But I really like them. I went I to their them. wedding. I really like them. Aww. They're just real people. We went to their wedding too, but um, more by watching it on TV. <laughs> <laughs> but we felt like we were there. I oh, felt God. like I was <laughs> like in an alternate universe, even though I was there. It was sort of surreal. Was I felt like bizarre? I was at Madame Tussauds. <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah, it was so weird sitting with Neil Lane talking about. His, oh my God, his is life. Neil Lane a real person? Antiquing. <laughs> Did you discuss with him how his rings are blemishes on the face of humanity? I was actually making him judge my ring. I was like, what do you think about this? Was um, he like, there needed to be about 25 more clusters of diamonds? Yeah, <laughs> totally. I would have done oh, something more so ornate. Yeah. So um, seal played. That was a highlight. Yeah. We hung out with um, Nick and Chris Holes. Oh, God. 
My sister's like, they're strangely attractive in person. I'm like, well, what are we going to do? We're married. We're not, like, taking them back to our <laughs> yeah. bedroom. Like, what the fuck? We have to go. Yeah. She's like, like they're hotter than selfies. I, like, expected. Um, <laughs> if it's any comfort, um, crystals basically can't string a sentence together. So, so sad. <laughs> I know. Poor guy. It's kind of a shame. Yeah. We met him, and all he wanted to talk about was pork. So, No. Pork. (laughs) Yeah. We were like, no, we're not super into that. More more focused on The Bachelor. Interesting. Um, So, (laughs) speaking of Neil Lane, Ben appears to make his decision about who to marry. Based on the ring. Picking his ring. That was so uncomfortable. They literally have him sitting there. Saying, uh, I don't know who I'm going to marry. Picking up a ring and then saying, I know who now it is. I know. <laughs> yeah. And it was the ugliest ring present. It How- was like a like a building. Every <laughs> time. Was, it was like the Empire State rings, Building. Squashed it was flat. so weird. Like, so much money and so many diamonds going into making something so ugly. It's just It hurts tragic. my soul. Makes- Can't you just ever Neil's offer a, like one beautiful him? big rock? He's like, you know, I mean, I get a sense of who the woman is, and then I just let like go from there and just start, you know, I know based on what he tells me who that woman is. And I mean, he's just like giving me a whole speech about it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So just tell me, is it from your Zales collection or is it from your real personal stash? <laughs> well, having seen the Zales collection, um, I think those are a little bit um smaller are those like micropovs uh yeah they're Got they're it. they're not they 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 seem a little cheaper interesting but they are equally hideous in their own way interesting so <laughs> if you want something that ugly but worthless <laughs> go to sales he has amazing. He has amazing antique stuff. Like I don't know where he. It, it's weird because he's like a collector of all of this, like Art Nouveau. I mean, he has great shit at his place in LA. Yeah, but these rings kind of just go off the rails. I don't know why. <laughs> It's just diamonds on diamonds on yeah. diamonds. And I feel like at this point, the expectation is so built up yeah. Yeah. that people, if, if there was, it was just a simple ring, the audience would be like, oh, really skimping on this one. I feel yeah. like it's like that story of the, about like the kindergarten teacher who has the most beautiful artwork in her classroom and the parents are like, how did you get our kids to make this amazing artwork? And she's like, oh, I just know when to take it away from them. No one is taking the jewelry away from Neil <laughs> You're Lane. You're done, Neil. He's just <laughs> like, no, no, I'm putting on another halo. <laughs> another halo. <laughs> he can't stop. Oh, my God. Oh, and JoJo and Ben on the bathroom floor. We haven't even talked about that. Yeah, that was probably the most entertaining part of the dates. I felt sad for her. She seemed to be going a little bit nuts in her own head, which, yeah. to be fair, I would too. It was, if yeah. the lead had told me he loved me and then was hedging on, like, the last, in the last few hours we were spending yeah. together. And it seemed like she thought, if I take him into the bathroom— with, will, with our mic still on. He will be able to give me confirmation Maybe that it's me. Maybe she was hoping for a wink. Yeah, like I think she thought twice. that it would be more private. And She's said like, what? he didn't give me a sign. I was <laughs> like, yeah. well, he can't really. Yeah. I mean, what at that point? Well, sometimes people get signs. Emily got a sign from Brad, and look how well that worked what out. What was her sign? Um, he told her that he was going to pick her. He did? Yes. And in Sean's Really? <laughs> Not on camera. Because you know how, like, in the beginning of this season, Olivia kept saying, he's giving me signs. He touched my knee. I'm like, that's not a sign. That's That's just like a random— That's that's not an actual sign. A sign is when they go off camera and they tell you, hey, it's cool, I'm going to pick you. That's what I would want, confirmation. JoJo wanted to go off camera into the bathroom and have him be like, it's cool, I'm going to pick you. Except that it wasn't off camera. It was very much on camera. Yeah, he was like, so here we are, producers sitting on the floor of the bathroom, me and JoJo— yeah. And paint the picture for us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> In case you weren't right. she's, clear She's on trying that. to whisper. He's speaking at full volume. Yeah. 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 He's very, he loves to get the producers what they want. He's like, I'm going to make it, make sure that you know. If you want to bring coziness into your life, uh, and I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> Turn to Barefoot Dreams, especially right now, because the brand is celebrating their 30th anniversary. With those 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams celebrates being the originators of everyone's favorite Lux home blanket. There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times. 
Dressing head-to-toe in barefoot dreams is the key to comfort as their collection of ultra-soft robes, loungewear, and accessories are made with premium materials. And their products make the perfect gifts, too. I would certainly love to be given something from Barefoot Dreams. I just acquired the robe, and it is like the softest robe I have ever put on my body. It's so cozy. It's so warm. It's beautiful. It has a nice drape and weight to it. I wear it whenever I have the opportunity. I just want to wear it constantly. And I think everyone should have that kind of comfort and coziness in their lives. For Love to See It with Emma and Claire listeners, you can get 15% off of your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code LTSI15. Don't miss out on Barefoot Dreams' soft, soothing fabrics that will bring luxury to your life. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily... I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like vegetable side. It feels well-balanced. I feel full after, and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI50 and use code LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some pretty delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, high Tyler Cameron, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. Plus, they're dedicated to really thoughtful craftsmanship that honestly stands the test of time and looks good doing it. Article offers fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada. Plus, they won't leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time and they'll send you updates every step of the way. I have long been an article girly, like every room of my house my house, my apartment, (laughs) you can see article furniture in. Most recently, we updated our balcony, you know, just in time. It's finally balcony season again, finally warming up in New York. And I have been out there with my coffee, sitting in the toady beach sand dining chair, which is a great little lounger for a small space. Again, New York City apartment. And uh, it just really like elevates our deck. That and the ottoman we bought to go with it. So comfortable, so chic. 
also can withstand a whole lot of rain. So important. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. They're having their Memorial Day sale from May 13th to May 27th, which would be the perfect time to use your store credit on top of sale prices. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list, as they should, because it's very important. If that's you, then make this year the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Wow, that is really fast. Their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning link Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. I personally used Babbel before I headed off to Paris for three weeks, and it was so helpful just kind of giving me back the basic understanding of French, allowing me to interact with people in restaurants, in shops, and, you know, just not make a total fool of myself when in a foreign country. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash LTSI. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. Exactly what's happening, which is that we are on the bathroom floor and I'm telling JoJo that I love her, but I also love Lauren. Sorry, JoJo. JoJo had picked up on the fact that he had probably told Lauren that he loved her as well. She just flat out asked him. Yeah. So here's the power move that I would have done if I were JoJo, and I think this could have maybe captured Ben. Um, I think at that point I would have left the show and been like, all right, I'm out. Bye. Like, you can't—you're not making me feel secure enough. I can't do this. I came all this way. But I'm, like, not willing to, like, risk that when I don't have confirmation from you, some sort of— I just don't, I don't feel safe. So bye. And then she leaves, sending him into an ego tailspin and he comes after her. Um, that's what like I would have done. And if he didn't, Ooh. who cares? You're still the bachelorette. That Maybe, would have been a great move. I don't move. know. That is sort of what. Power move, girl. She needed to take the <laughs> rug and pull it out from under his gangly body. <laughs> that is sort of what happened to Desiree, though. Because what's his face left? At the, at the last minute. He was, like, the third person. Yeah, Brooks yeah. left. And he she left. would have fucking gone for after him. But he did not. She didn't, he didn't she, want her. He didn't want her. Also, I think She's that like, well, they would. you. <laughs> someone who <laughs> leaves. Someone married. who leaves because they don't want to deal with it is not going to be picked as the bachelorette. I don't think that the producers But if she's like, I love you, I can't let myself Because be they're here. showing they're not playing the game. I don't think the producers want to reward that. Hmm. I think they would, they, they, hmm. the thing that JoJo did was But then she, he would definitely be like, come back, come back, for sure. Even if he wasn't. I don't know. Even if he wasn't going to pick her, I feel like he'd still, like, need her back. If he loved her. I'd be like, let's test this. How much do you love me? See, this is why you can't get cast on The Bachelorette, <laughs> no matter how hard you try. I know. You just you're, you push the envelope too much. I push the envelope. <laughs> <laughs> and then they find out about your marriage halfway through the season. Then they find out I'm married with a baby oh, and a dead just, dog. Ooh, it's just oh. like a whole bag of drama. I would yeah, want to see Jason the real come, in, yeah. come in halfway downer. through with Sid. Like, <laughs> this is what you left. Like, that would be my hometown date. And then, like, my confession, like, in the beginning, you know, when you take them aside to, like, share an intimate moment would be my dog. I have it like, all planned out. I have a lot of walls up. Yeah, I have a lot of and, walls up. Uh, but I'm ready. I'm the ready. first love of my life is dead. <laughs> I know. Oh. I know. So sad. Well, <laughs> I think that would be the most dramatic episode of The Bachelor ever.
Proposal day, final rose day comes along. There's a lot of very intense music leading up yes. to who who will Ben pick. They're standing in a pool of water. It was not a very ornate proposal no. setting. No, it was very dialed down, but I kind of like that. Yeah. That they like, painted on like a wood plank. I was like, all right. That's I kind of love that this is dialed down. There was like an ivy-covered bridge that they crossed to get to yeah. Ben. The bridge was and more was like, like planks of wood strung together. I'm, but like if any of us got engaged in that scenario, like normal people, that would be considered like gag-worthy romantic. That's true. But on The Bachelor, we're like, oh, this is so, well, I was so very, subtle. Yeah. <laughs> There aren't enough flowers. Yeah. I don't see an elephant like that you have to ride off the bridge on. to him wearing basically like a pink wedding dress. I know. Over these I at first, I thought it was white. And then I noticed, okay, it's at least there's some pink in there. Yeah. Um, so he already basically had the experience of watching JoJo walk down the aisle toward him. So two for one, basically. Yeah, as she was walking towards him, he was Do like, you think oh, the show no. should mix it up? Because I really want to, like, put this in as a request. I hate that, like, whoever comes first, you know he's not going to propose to them. I think they need to start mixing it up, and I know for editing reasons, whatever, like, you want to end on them being in love, but I kind of like the idea that someone walks up and he actually is like, I love you, and then has to do the breakup. <laughs> so then, I like, would love to see that. That's the question. What would they do with the woman what if who she won? Had, she had to stand like, there. Okay, you have to go hide behind that tree <laughs> and now. And then she comes out and laughs at you. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate it. I hate that every time the first person comes out, I'm like, fuck, he's not picking her. I do kind of love that moment where you see her shoe come down and then, like, the edge, the of, the edge dress, of the dress. And then and that's, the color gives it away. That's the moment. You're like, oh, shit. It's the girl yeah. in the pink dress. Yeah, totally. Um, But, yeah, that would be—I would love to see how they would deal with the winner just hanging around while the other girl gets dumped. That would definitely make for good TV. You know yeah. what actually would be the best is if the other girl comes out and Ben's not there. It's just Lauren breaking it off. Yeah. Look, ben. I, look, I have a He's message not into from you. Ben. Ben would love that. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to speak for Ben, but you know what? Man. Now that we're engaged, I guess I will. <laughs> yeah. Ben? This is a preview of our life together. I yeah. yeah. want to talk to you him so all the rest time. of eternity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard how, like, they clearly, like, they prepare a little speech. That's obviously expected. And... They just have to give the whole thing, even ben if they're about cut to her be off. They they always give the whole thing. It's awful. I just uh, hate I it. I mean, a couple of the girls. That's why I think the Bachelorette. The, they're always more compassionate. They stop yes. the guy. They don't yeah, let him get they there. Do. They yeah. like the minute he walks up and gets down on one knee, they're like, stand up. And half the I'm time, I'm not gonna like mortify you. Half the time, they send them home before they even get there. Yeah, because women have like just more like fucking class. Like, that should, it shouldn't get to that place. Yeah. If you're not going to, like, I don't know. I mean, and of, of course, I mean, the producers are just like, fuck, yeah, let her just, like, <laughs> let it all hang out. Yeah. But still, it's not fair. Yeah, I it's think— not very kind. It's women, not kind. Women are taught so much, like, oh, it's so hard for men to get rejected. Have you ever thought about that? And it's like, yes, I've thought about it. We're always hearing about how hard it is for men to get rejected. So we do think about that, actually, all the time. And we're just not cruel. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, nice. Ben is very much a rule follower. Like, if the yeah. producers tell uh -huh. him— let her give the speech, then you give your speech. Yeah, yeah, also, yeah. Also, his speech was one of those kind of ambiguous ones at the beginning. So she couldn't even tell at first whether what was he happening. was whether he was gonna go into I love you and I'm gonna love you forever, or I love you but not enough. And then he just says, I love you, but I love someone else more. Like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think JoJo's ex will be one of the contestants on her show? Ooh. Or at least try. I wish he will at least try to make an appearance. I think the he'll, try to, he'll try to he'll try to crash a date or something. For sure. I don't. I don't think he'll. What be if a he contestant. was just her cool sidekick who did her hair for every date and then, like, <laughs> provided fun banter? He'll probably keep her dog for a little longer. Yeah, that's true. I love her and brothers. Stuff. I'm excited to see more of the brothers. Oh I'm sure they are excited for you to see more of them as well. I want them this to is go to their after dream. paradise. <laughs> I feel like this was Ben the brothers' objective all along. Yeah. Was to extend his family's time yeah. on dating reality. 
TV. Because, of course, he was that her family comes from money. Like, I loved that she was, like, in a big house. And she's, like, fucking—I don't know. It's just so nice to see, like, a girl who's kind of like, I don't need you to fucking save me. I already have my dad, asshole. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I already have my dad and my wealthy brother and my other wealthy brother. I'm fucking fine. (laughs) Yeah. I felt like that—that was kind of the funny thing that I was thinking about, too, is the way that these— early 20-something, beautiful, privileged girls on the show are always like, tomorrow I might get proposed to or I might get my heart broken. I've literally never been so scared in my entire life. I'm like, (laughs) whoa, you've actually never been so scared in your entire life. Like, actually. That is a genuine statement. That is crazy. Like, nothing bad has ever happened to you. That is so (laughs) sweet. They also all seem to need to get better friends because every single one of them kept saying that Ben was their best friend. They'd never had <laughs> deeper, deeper moments. Like, yeah. how many collective hours have they even spent together? That's so good. Their That's real best good friends must be back home just thinking like, well, great. I give up on our actual friendship of 15 years. Who is surprised that Ben ended up with a Lauren this season? Yep, zero su- percent surprise. Because there were four there of them. There were four of them. Good odds for the Lauren. Strong oh, odds yeah. for the Lauren. And also, he just liked her better from moment one. Like, yeah, the, nothing true. about this was surprising yeah. at all. They had their little speeches. He got down one knee. The only part that stuck out to me was the phone call to Lauren's dad to ask him hey, permission. Hey, man. Hey, man. What's up? I want to marry your daughter. How do you feel about that? I'm ready to make your daughter the happiest woman in the world forever. Because who wouldn't be the happiest woman in the world with me? Ben Higgins, quarterback. Oh, my God. That was weird, the phone call. It, it was just on weird. the heels of him just, like, acting like he was destroyed over JoJo. He's like, anyway, so, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Hey, it's me. It's your bro. <laughs> yeah. It was too just abrupt. I would like to know the time between the breakup and then, okay, let's reset up the shot. We're going to now move into the Lauren sequence. Yeah, they were, like, dabbing his face with, like, lavender oil-scented towels. Two hours. Yeah, but they should tell us that because it makes him look like just such a callous dick. Five minutes later. Or he just loves Lauren so much. That even his love for JoJo. But it just, then it feels like so false. Like everything he gave to JoJo feels false. And I don't think it was. I mean, I do have to say I kind of bought into Ben last night. I mean, when he was talking to JoJo, I'm like, he did care about her. You could tell. It wasn't, it wasn't just one of those, because you know, you see seasons where the guy comes out afterwards and he's like, well, what we had, you know, was was special, but what I have now is better. And I I didn't feel like that. I feel like he really had I think Ben is pretty sincere. Yeah. I just think he has a lot of emotions. Mm -hmm. He just has a lot of emotions. And he's just trying to process them all. And he also hates conflict. He wants Mm -hmm. everyone to like him Mm -hmm. very, very much. And I I think that leads him to develop strong feelings for for many people because he wants to both get validation and give validation at all times. Yeah. Do you think that he wrote his speech to Lauren ahead of time or was it spontaneous? Because it was an odd speech. (laughs) Like he was proposing to to her. Kiss her face. He wants to kiss her every morning. On the face. On the face. (laughs) Like that is the kind of specific detail that makes me feel like, he's hiding something. <laughs> like, what else do you think that we would think that he would be referring to other than the face? <laughs> it's like, well, then. What about her saying, you're my person? I mean, that like is the most annoying. Times. Also, it's a Grey's Anatomy I, quote. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Oh, maybe that's why it annoys <laughs> the fuck out of me. I couldn't hear it one more time. I'm like, oh. This is so annoying. And then they were saying it's, it back and forth to each other. Well, it's just you're my person. Like annoying no. beginning yeah. relationship couple speak thing that just, I would never want anyone else to see happening. Like when you're like, usually happens when you're alone in bed, like in a room and no one can But it was almost you. like she said it and then the producers were like, yeah, go with that. That's <laughs> Again, our tagline. <laughs> what is he? Your person. That's right. I was so fucking annoyed. 
<laughs> and his his big thing was that how much he wanted to kiss her. So he wants to kiss her on the face. He wants to kiss her a lot all the time. He wants to kiss her. We that was made very clear. He definitely wants to They're kiss her. They're each other's people <laughs> who want to kiss each other a lot on the face. Mm-hmm. Um, and perhaps other places. It was sort of like if aliens had roughly learned about the concept of relationships for the first <laughs> time. They were trying to describe it. Um, so good for them. They're very happy. They're engaged. Congratulations, guys. And are they going to get married tonight, live, on After the Final Rose? No. No, they're not. No. Which but left them with a really awkward Do they get a dinner minutes. with the pastor afterwards? <laughs> I hope so. I hope they did. That guy deserves— <laughs> That poor man. That, he deserves at least a free meal. I mean, I hope yeah. they put him up in a really nice hotel. They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that poor guy. They're like, there's a motel down the street from the lot. Um, He'd clearly never spent significant time on television before. <laughs> he was just like, where do I look? Yeah, what is- oddly, as a pastor, he hasn't been on reality TV before. <laughs> oh, I felt... Um, I felt like they probably should have told Ben beforehand that his pastor would be there <laughs> just for the sake of uh so you know i can give you some moment. insight just like into what goes on backstage yeah. when they don't tell the people like who's coming they usually have like different they'll keep somebody on a different floor or a different dressing room so you know they don't run into each other like for instance oh. like on my uh after the after paradise it was like you know they'd have julia come out and be like Julia, tell us how you feel about what Mikey did to you. And she's like, oh, my God, no, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. And they're, and they're like, okay, we understand. Up next, after the commercial break, Mikey. And you're like, what? What? Like, they totally do that. So I'm did sure you the see pastor people was kept. become startled oh, a lot? Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. I was startled. They would hide people from me, too. It's like Jerry Springer style. Mm-hmm. It was kind of amazing. Wow. But it does get a great reaction. I have to say yeah. it's pretty— They're uh, good at what they do. They're we'll fucking good that. at what they do. But, yeah, so I'm <laughs> sure the pastor was, like, wrangled into, like, a little corral, and they it, probably <laughs> snuck him out when Ben wasn't looking. It just seems like the pastor thing is just reveals how little drama they could drum up from mm-hmm. this season because it wasn't even that good of a reaction. It was just Ben no, being like, just what? Like, no, what? we're not going to get so married right now. Confused. So out of left field. Yeah. What? And then they were all like, okay, but like, I want to make you happy because I am Ben Higgins, but I'm not going to get like, married. He's like, give me a hug. So, yeah, let's all hug and like talk about our families. It was the most genuinely <laughs> awkward laugh I've heard from Ben. Like, <laughs> He just seemed baffled. Why is my pastor here? Do you actually think I'm going to get married in the next 10 minutes before we go to Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah, I don't think that they could even do that because what happened to, like, the whole marriage license thing? No, it, that's why it was annoying. It was like it was just a weird gag. A gag. Yeah. Also, I they know they, they could get way yeah. more, way more money off of doing a separate television wedding. So. Yeah. But oh, they'll yeah, have to spend more sure. money, too. Spend more to the make The bigger more. gag would have been if Ben's like, yeah, let's fucking do it, Chris. And he's just like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we wanted all along. So um, we have to talk a little bit about the Bachelorette reveal. Yeah. Of course, it had been reported in Us Weekly and elsewhere that it was going to be Kayla. They apparently shot her whole intro package and— she apparently was was told it was going to be her. And then kind of last minute, they switched to JoJo. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's so mean. So Kayla will go on After Paradise, maybe. Do you think Do you think she'll go on, on Paradise? I could see it. Well, I don't know. Her family's weird, really weirdly Christian, too. Yeah. I don't she, know if they'd allow seems, a debauchery— I I wonder, yeah, I wonder she's if she's a little too—her brand is a little too classy for that. Yeah, I wonder if that's mm-hmm. why we haven't seen a lot of people announced from this season who are going on Paradise because— they're all, they're Well, all Paradise just, just got the pickup. Like, they didn't have oh, a pickup really? up until, like, a few days ago, I oh. think. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it is the they world's invite, greatest show. They did invite so. Lace, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Lace is going to do really well. I want Paradise. Olivia to go. Now they just need to invite Cecily Strong, and I, I want Olivia. Watch. I, I want to see the, the twins. twins. on the island. I would like to see— Kayla on Paradise, but I kind of think she would decline. Yeah. I, um, 
I think surprised. I think JoJo will be more entertaining as The Bachelorette, but I feel bad for Kayla. Kayla would have been so boring. I'm not I mean, convinced I like that her, JoJo no. will be more entertaining. I think that JoJo— I hope she will be. JoJo it's brings more, more drama. I love I it. I don't know. I think she's more normal, and she had more drama, but, like, just because of circumstances surrounding her, I think Kayla is weirder. JoJo In a seems, boring way. In a boring Christian way. I want somebody who's, like— JoJo just has is like, JoJo's very Christian. Sh- what? Yeah. She They're pr- all Christian? She prayed very hard after returning from The Bachelor to put her life back together. Oh, God. She's very Christian. Is well, that true? I mean, no, but I the dad was sitting there. Like, is. Kayla's dad is, like— Like a missionary. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I really—I just—and, like, I mean, no. Look at her roots. Like, she's definitely, like, a wild girl. <laughs> she's definitely a little bit edgier. I don't I know. Guess we'll I think see that, how it plays I think out. that like she is perceived as being more interesting because like her ex wrote the letter and like her brothers are nuts. But like to me, she seems more normal, and that makes me feel like she might not be that interesting. It could as the go. It could go either way. I'm hoping it goes kind of the Caitlyn route where she just isn't. But did super you consider rehearsed. Andy normal? No. He, yes. I thought Andy would be kind of intense, and she was. I thought she seemed very normal. Oh, no. She, like, yelled at Juan Pablo after the fantasy suite. That was, like, that was legit. That was on that his was season. That like, was, in her season, did right. you feel like she was more normal? I didn't think she was. I thought that she was a bit more of a— because normally The Bachelorette is a bit more sweet and go with the flow, and she was pretty— She's, That's true. She's a little bit more edge. She edgy. Was, she was definitely a strong personality, which I liked. Yeah. She definitely toned it down a little bit from when she was screaming at Juan Pablo, but— Which was my probably my favorite moment of the franchise. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah, so funny. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't see JoJo as being normal. I don't know why. I just— because, I guess we'll because, see how Because her brothers out. are literally insane. Well, yeah. I'm sure they'll trot her brothers out as much as humanly possible. And, like, the mom. I, so. I mean, like, there's no way a normal—I mean, she's— Look at her mom. There's no way that girl's normal. <laughs> her mom is just going to be drunk every time we see her. I don't know. Look at Kayla's dad. There's no way Kayla's normal. Kayla's not. <laughs> Kayla's like an alien, though. Her like, she's on a whole nother. I know. Place. I was desperate to see how that would play out. But I also and kind I of— And I hated her, like, weird, la- like, smile where she's like, I'm going to sneak up behind him, just hide behind this, like, bush. <laughs> she was like a Disney princess. Yeah. Also, I did really want a bachelorette who at least slightly— didn't look didn't white. look white. I know. I think that's where my oh. disappointment comes in. I think hmm. I think especially because it's been so in the conversation. Yeah. We saw some really weird racial things play out this season with yeah Jubilee, I, and it was teased it by was teased, ABC. But Paul Lee is no longer there. Yeah. So, and also like JoJo is half Persian, but she doesn't. But they didn't. It is interesting, and you pointed this out last night. That the show didn't even acknowledge that, which yeah. I find to be interesting because they did really play up Kayla's yes. Filipina heritage. Yeah. So, Jenny, before you go, we just want to hear a little bit about what you've been up to. I'm on Chicago Fire. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. You've, you've been in and out of Chicago mm-hmm. a lot. I'm in Chicago. How, how long is your story arc on there? Hopefully I'll be dead soon. I mean, not hopefully, but, like, I have other shit to do. I can't just stay in Chicago, you guys. I mean, I love the people there. I love Taylor Kinney. He's such a nice guy. Like, I'm so impressed by him. He's not at all what you expect. He's so down to earth. He's, like, he reminds me of a guy who would, like, give me, like, a tattoo in Mission Beach. Like, he's just so (laughs) chill, Um, which is crazy considering he's dating one of the most famous women on the planet. Have you gotten to hang out with Lady Gaga? I have met her, but I don't really consider what we did hanging out. We did we jumped in Lake Michigan together for charity. Um, so there was that. Um, yeah, and then I'm gearing up to do press for the book. Uh, so when does the, the book, book comes come out? out? June 14th. It's called it's Live Fast, Die Hot. Soon. Um, yeah, it's fucking soon. It's so crazy. Um and then, you know, I sold the last book as a TV show, and I wrote six episodes of it for um, ABC, and I don't know. I think we are going to maybe shoot those That's soon. amazing. Are you going to start I'm gonna it? I'm going to be in it, yeah. 
But I don't know. What else is happening? What else is happening in my life? I just put my dog to sleep after having him for 15 years. Aww. He's the love of my life. There's like— He was very, no, very cute. Yeah. He is like—I mean, my handle on Twitter is Jenny and Teets, and I'm going to keep it. Um, I have a two-year-old. How is Sid doing? He's incredible. He, I mean, he only speaks German. I mean, well, he speaks English, but we speak German together. And yeah, Jason and I have a show on Sirius mm-hmm. on Radio Andy. That's so much fun. That's really fun. Do you like doing it together? Well, we get in a fight like every episode <laughs> on air. And then we have to like kind of like dial it down and work our way out of it. Does Jason want to come on this podcast and get in a fight with you next season? Probably. Oh, he loves, <laughs> he loves fighting with me. That's what keeps our marriage hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you have a two-year-old, you got to do something. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's so true. Oh. But thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, my God. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for joining us. Thanks for joining. Thanks for trekking over. We always love yeah. having you on. Yeah. It's a pleasure. Yeah. The grand finale. And we will look forward to updates on when yeah. you successfully set Chris Harrison up and oh help my him God. find the love. Oh, my God. I really life. want to. We hear he and Amy Schumer have, like, a thing going. <laughs> Oh, God. A little Twitter thing. That is definitely (laughs) interesting. (laughs) Well, I'm really pushing for more Amy Schumer on The Bachelorette. So Mm. anything we can do to get her back on the franchise, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, we're we're very influential. (laughs) She's fun. She's fun. Well, thanks so much for coming on today. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. And now, welcome to Feminism Fails, where we rate the most cringeworthy anti-lady moments of the week on our very own patented Feminism Fail Scale. One, you do you, bro. Two, that's questionable. Three, not cool people. Four, the 1950s are back. Five, gender equality is straight up dead. And now for our final feminism fails of the season. First, Ben calls Lauren's dad to ask for Lauren's hand in marriage. Did he ask Lauren's mom? Not so much. We're going to give this one a four because it's just such an old patriarchal tradition that we see every goddamn season. I'm over it. Next, Lauren's dad says he's imagined that moment being asked for his daughter's hand in marriage for years. So I guess it's a good thing that Lauren didn't turn out to be her own autonomous person or, like, a lesbian or something. So we're giving that a three because, oh, Lauren's dad is just a sentimental old guy. But, like, come on, dude. It's 2016. And then on After the Final Rose, when asked what he was excited about uh, for his future relationship— Ben repeatedly said that he just wanted to show Lauren off. Apparently, that was the only thing he could come up with. She's his trophy. We're going to give that one a five because, dude, get it together and think of something to say other than your future wife is beautiful. Yeah, it's a relationship. And now for our tweet of the week, the final one of Ben's season. It comes from Alana Hope Levinson at Alana Levinson. I am 100% sure that an environment like The Bachelor would make me have a psychotic break. This tweet is my audition tape. Nice. Also, same. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guest, Jenny Mullen. And thanks to our producer, Caitlin Boguki and editor, Nick Offenberg. Have you had a chance to find Here to Make Friends on iTunes? If not, now is the perfect time to subscribe and give us a rating right before the season finally ends. Every time we get a new subscription or review, our show climbs the iTunes chart, which helps other people discover our show. Plus, you'll be all set to see the show when it comes back for The Bachelorette in two months. You can also find us on Twitter. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. Or you can send us an email. We even like those during the off-season at here to make friends at huffingtonpost.com. Thanks for listening. We are going on a much-deserved hiatus, but we can't wait to talk to you for The Bachelorette.
You're probably already familiar with Vogue, you know, the publication that has given audiences an exclusive inside look at fashion and cultural moments for more than 100 years. You can expect no less from Vogue's podcast, The Run-Through with Vogue. Meet the influential people behind the scenes of fashion's greatest moments, from designers and creative directors to Vogue editors and the woman behind the infamous Vogue closet. Get inspired while listening to the creative processes of people like author Zadie Smith, fashion designer Tori Birch, and uh, recent star of the Super Bowl, Usher. Go beyond the pages of Vogue with The Run-Through, available wherever you get your podcasts. 